Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. It's Lindsay. Thanks so much for joining us again for an episode of Space Podity. This show is a real labor of love, and it means so much to us that you're listening. And thanks for being patient as we took a little longer to put the finishing touches on this finale of our first arc. We think it came out great, and we hope you'll agree. Please stay tuned after the episode for a quick production note about some exciting new developments. Dear Diary, my beach vacation... Uh, I mean, scratch that out. My first big adventure ever is starting to go pretty well. We are on a tropical resort run by many nice guys named Hillop, who have offered to fix our mansion slash spaceship if we do him a little favor. He wants us to bring him the pieces of a powerful artifact scattered throughout this chain of islands. I am riding from the deck of Flamigan's boat. She dropped us off on the coast of an active volcano, double underline, By the power of Leviathan, we were able to hike through the perilous lava flow without losing our legs and reach the volcano's cavern. We met a dwarven forge master inside who had the blade piece we needed on display. But as always, we are rewarded for our prayer and our suffering. But oh yeah, the forge master was so impressed we made it that she let us take the piece. She also gave Grey a cool dagger that grows in size, and Roxy got a heavenly headpiece, which prevents birds from pooping on her. I used to have a heavenly headpiece. When I was a baby, I was born with a halo of white light. And then I lost it. But it never protected me from birds or anything else, really. Anyway, we got another ride from Flamigans to the next island of our choice. I have some recent trauma regarding sharp rocks, but the group chose Bang Rocks. It's called that because of the shiny black crustaceans with a lair at the center of the island, surrounded by sharp obsidian rocks. I've drawn a little picture above. Roxy transformed into a small creature by breaking up her body in a thousand different places. It was disturbing, even for me, which is saying a lot. I've also drawn a picture above. It looks like a shapeless, violent scribble, but it's not. It's Roxy. I'm just gonna circle Roxy's name and draw an arrow pointing to the drawing. She used her little critter disguise to sneak around and scout inside the crab lair. At the center of the lobster creature tunnel system, she found a dazzling jewel suspended above an especially large lobster monster. Roxy came up with a genius plan to use the delicious smell of melted butter to lure all the creatures out of the tunnels. She used this distraction to grab the jewel and dip while no lobsters were looking. Now all that's left is Dragon Isle. I'll let you know how that goes. I think I'm getting pretty good at this adventuring stuff. 
Space Party, starring Lazra, Asimar, Warlock, Gray, Minotaur, Valorbar, Roxy, Wood Elf, Rogue, Druid, Manpa 9, Auto Gnome, Rune Knight. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Space Podity, our final episode with our amazing guest DM from. Dungeons and Dragons and the Adventures of Russ Moore, who we're going to introduce first this time. Tell us some stuff, Russ. Oh, hey, it's me. I'm Russ. I uh, have been running you through this this wild and crazy adventure. Uh, yes, I uh, am the DM on Dungeons and Dragons, where I make all of the voices that you heard. Uh, and and there's just like secret backstory stuff that you folks know that my players don't even know, especially about Hillop. So just, you know, I'm giving it all away for you guys. As Aww. as a weekly listener of Dungeons, I cannot tell you what a thrill it is to play in an adventure with Flamicans, especially, and hill up a little bit, but knowing that we know more than the characters is pretty sweet. We are an actual play D&D podcast in the Spelljammer setting, where four adventurers visit the worlds of other D&D podcasts under the guidance of that show's DM or GM, like Russ, and our players, to my right... Hi, everybody. I'm Nahara Nichelle. She, her, playing Roxy. She, her, a very tall, very athletic wood elf of the circle of the Grasslands Druid, who's also a rogue. Uh, I'm Joel Garland. I play Gray. He's a minotaur who uh, believes he's a bard after suffering some trauma in his earlier career. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Gray's pronouns are he, him. I'm Janelle. I play Lazra. The fallen Asimar warlock who has her own religious trauma background to deal with and is uh, having creating whole new traumas on her first adventure ever right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lindsay. He, him. I play Nanpa Nine. He, they. An Autobot. Uh, Autobot has Transformers. <laughs> A Autonome Fighter. <laughs> All right, we find you four aboard Flamekin's ship, uh, careening towards the Dragon Isle. Uh, she set up this uh, this fire pit in the middle. Then you're over a big spit. You're roasting this large lobster claw. <clears throat> She's brought up the remaining amount of butter in small uh, small little containers uh, that you can just. Eat and enjoy and replenish yourselves on the way to the Dragon Isle. She says, there was something I think I forgot to tell you. I'm like, uh, I don't know. You must have figured it out because it looks like you got the little jewel, Mabob, there. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, great. Cool. Man, man Pop didn't hear any of this because he doesn't eat. He's just watching everyone else eat this, this lobster claw and saying... I think I understand what mukbang is now. This is kind of cool. I will let Joel crunch one Trisket to represent the lobster claw. The softest Trisket ever. It's not a Trisket, it's a claw. Oh, it's organic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's organic. Yeah, 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 no. It's organic. Gray is 100% chomping through the shell. That's the that's the crunch. Yeah. Well, that's where the most calcium lives, obviously. <laughs> okay, so you're going to go to the Dragon Isle. The Dragon Isle is guarded by a, uh, a dragon whose name is uh, Grandia. Grandia, they call her the terrible, but she's pretty nice once you get to know her. That's what all terrible people say about themselves. 
Yeah. Uh, she's an ancient brass dragon. So they really like, and I, I mean, I, I was kind of half joking, but like engaging conversation. You four, as as adventurous and as cool as you've been so far, I don't think can take down a dragon. So don't try and fight her. <laughs> like the staircase I didn't tell you about and the tunnel system I didn't tell you about and probably something else. This one I'm telling you about. Don't fight the dragon. All right, but should we fight the dragon? Don't fight the dragon. You will die. You're just saying that because no one ever lived. Yeah. yeah that, that's why. That's, that's exactly why. Nobody who fought the dragon lived. I don't know if I made that clear enough. That's it. All right. Please confirm that someone here believes that they should not fight the dragon. Nanpa is rummaging around in his in his knapsack and pulls out some brass brass polish that he is now working into to his mustache and says, "Why would we fight a brass dragon? I'm here for love." Oh, no. <laughs> takes off his fez, slathers some on the top of his round dome underneath his fez, gets his head nice and shiny. Got himself all lubricated. <laughs> All right. Well, now we know who'll be doing the conversation. Oh, you don't dragon. want that. I'll just I'll just sit in the back and put out. I guess I don't have pheromones, but you know vibes. <laughs> I like how there was an awkward pause. I feel right awkward. after put out. Yeah, I'll just sit in the back and put out. <laughs> so so we're gonna be man paws. <laughs> we're the the wing creatures, the wingmen. The winged creatures for Nanpa in his pursuit of wooing the dragon. Well, Flamigan said that the dragon is ancient, so she's in your age range, Nanpa. Yeah. I'm telling you, everything's coming up, Nanpa. <laughs> I never want to hear those words together again. <laughs> never. I'd rather hear mukbang walrus than hear that again. He's totally got the vibe of, like, Elmer Fudd, you know, Slicking down his hair to go talk to Granny, or I'm sure that's happened on at least one. Oh no, Yosemite Sam. He's Yosemite oh. Sam knocking on Granny's door. He right just now. lost like 20 years. Elmer Fudd seems so much older <laughs> than Yosemite Sam. So, what kind of conversations does this dragon like to engage in? That's a really good question. I appreciate that question. Uh, well, I. Brass dragons love to know all the things that are happening. She's been around for a long time. So maybe tell her like interesting stories from your past or adventures that you've been on or, mm, I mean, something truthful and interesting to you. Don't lie to her either. That too. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. It's okay. bad. She'll don't she'll fight know. her. Don't lie to her. Don't okay. fight. Don't lie. Uh, really just truthful for any, uh, any relationship where you want to get something out of that relationship, be it, um, uh, love or a good deal on a new car or Do we anything. get badges for not tying or, you know, like, uh, yeah. building a fire in the woods? Are there badges that we can get along with telling the truth, never telling a lie, oh, always be yeah. upright? You know, is there a salute that we can give her? Can we wear a little fucking yeah. brown outfit? Here's a salute. <laughs> Control, alt, delete. And he flips gray off with his three fingers. Come on, let's go. We're, we're missing my lady love. All right. 
Uh, you've uh, throughout this, you've you've rode up onto the beach and uh, are making your way up this path that leads up this large mountain. Uh, this is the largest of the islands. There's like a huge forested area on off to one side, kind of a sandy portion in the middle, and then a large uh, mountain on the other side, which is where you are or had been t- previously told to to go up by Flamikins, who told you everything you need to know. Um, <laughs> As they're going up, uh, um, Nanpa's saying to Gray and Lazar and Roxy, I mean, I know I come off as super cool, but people don't really like me. Could we do like a – have you heard of Cyrano, the Lich Lord? If we could do like a Cyrano kind of thing. Where we kill you and we bring you back and then your disembodied corpse talks to the person you love? No, that's Weekend at Nanpa. <laughs> <laughs> no, like – Oh, I got sunglasses him. from the resort. We can put them on you. <laughs> I mean, that's also fun. I don't feel like rolling anymore. For those of us amongst the group, I know this is a boring thing to ask, but like uh, I used up a lot of spells the other day and we never rested. We did rest. Anyway. No, this is a a speed through. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We just speed through a little siesta there and just say we siesta or are we just going to keep going? We can keep going, man. You don't get spells back except on a on a long rest oh. you have to sleep for eight hours uh, sorry yeah. guys All I'm right. built different <laughs> <laughs> we know who's starting the conversation alright we'll just keep going without sleeping no problem <laughs> well we won't need your spells anyway because we're not going to fight this dragon you're not going to fight this dragon <laughs> you're right I'm not <laughs> okay we're leading him here this conversation goes along as you're winding your way around <laughs> the mountain all the way up to this plateau area which uh, has this large cave and inside the cave uh, you see a large treasure hoard um, just kind of sp- spilling out into onto the plateau um, and it looks like it leads back into this mountainside a fairly considerable way. Well, I guess it's time to steal the dragon's treasure and run off the island. What? No, all she wants is pleasant conversation. You can do this. You're a, That's what you do. That's what bards do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bards are always silver-tongued and lithe and... Live. and and That's me, lithe. Yeah. yeah. And, okay, I'm seeing the problem with this plan. <laughs> I think we have to rely on your charms and misdemeanors. You can you can serenade uh, the dragon oh together with Nampa. Well, I guess it's time to get the bagpipes out then. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing says sultry romance like bagpipes. Roxy's just thinking about diving into all those coins like Scrooge McDuck. On the eighteenth day of November. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's time for some bagpipes, <laughs> sultry bagpipes. We're gonna, I'm gonna play some, you know, sexual healing on the bagpipes. You gotta get in the mood yeah. going on as we enter the cave of treasure. We won't steal you. God damn it! I really hope she likes bagpipes. And uh, uh, Nanpa's gonna yell as loud as he can. Is there a Grandia the terribly attractive here? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Good. Not bad, right? Got moves, Nampa. Uh, <laughs> roll, uh, roll persuasion with advantage on that one, because I believe you. I believe you uh, believe the words that you're saying. Right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So far, so good. She's seemed very attractive to me. I'm rolling what now? Persuasion, you said. Persuasion. Yep. 
Okay. Oh, that's an 18 with a plus zero. And a 14 with a plus zero. Nampa is in the zone. All right. Uh, you enter bagpipes uh, softly coming in behind you. Uh, you yell out, which echoes through this ch- this chamber that you're in now. Um, Nampa, you're first to see it. There's movement along the side, and it's uh, movement that starts at one end of this cavern and moves to the other end of this cavern. And there's this gr- low growl that you sense coming from behind you. And as you get in, there's this heat that comes down and like this blast, not not like fire, but just like hot wind that um, passes over top of all of you. And there's this, you turn and you look and you see the face of this dragon that completely covers this cavern opening and you follow it back and the size of this dragon wraps all the way around the inside of this cavern, which is a hundred feet across. She says, who is asking for Grandia the Terrible? Terribly attractive. Grandia the Terribly Attractive. They say that brass isn't magnetic, but I was drawn here for some pleasant conversation. I'm Nanpa Nine, the ninth of my line. It's a pleasure to meet you, Nanpa Nine. I am Grandia. Some people call me the Terrible. Some people just, just come, 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 come for chats. Not many recently. I've had to try and eat many people. And by try to eat many people, I've had to eat many people who've tried to take my treasure. So thank you for not doing that and look over and see gray with like a hand reaching out <laughs> and then just pulling it back <laughs> have you ever tried them with melted butter <laughs> oh i have not it's delicious we could leave you it sounds delicious not, not us but someone else you know <laughs> hmm. well don't take any treasure that is not yours and uh, perhaps we have something to say you've come for conversation where shall we start uh i was but a wee dragon uh, some mm, several thousand years ago who keeps track of time anymore Ooh, nampa keeps track of time he's like a little watch that uh, he opens up a, a, a hatch in his chest, and you actually see Swiss movement. You see little pistons and bezels and spring arms and radial springs. He said, "Yes, I do. Wow. I love the passage of time." Interesting. Where did you come from? I sense something different about you. Something that I haven't seen before. Not on this. Not on this planet. I was created by a man named Nanpa Prime, who. Wasn't great with kids, so he uh, he created Nanpa too to uh, uh, watch over uh, gnome grandchildren, and with every passing generation, a new Nanpa is created who has more and more grandchildren to uh, take care of. Interesting. So some come from somewhere else, and uh, what brings you here to me? Well, we we were in a flying clockwork mansion, which oh. crashed. I saw that land down over on that Hillops, Hillops Island, a fantastical getaway island retreat. We, we came from beyond the stars. We have accomplished many feats. For example, all the Hillops wear purple hats now. Well, that makes it much more, much more confusing as to which Hillop you are dealing with. Does it not, though? Mm. One wears a towel. Yeah, the main, the first one we oh. met. Hillip Prime, if you will. Yeah, Hillip Prime. <laughs> Good to know. Good Prime to know. in our time. Well, 
So you've come to help Hillop, perhaps. Uh, here he's trying to gather these artifacts. How successful have you been? Four out of four. Yeah, yeah. Four out of five. Right. Four out of four out of four. We've tried f- four. Oh, there's yeah. One we've we've yeah. got four out of four. We've tried to five. Yeah. But there's a fifth one that we don't know where it is. Yeah. Oh. And we're hoping for some guidance. And have you been to Hillop's Resort? It is extremely romantic. Sounds very... And the towels. Excellent oh. towels. Oh. I feel so safe with my towel. Such fluffy towels. Here, touch it. <laughs> I'm going to take a towel out. Tell her to touch it. Kind of this massive snout comes down. Oh, that is divine, it's isn't soft. it? You can keep that luxury. Um, an ale. I don't know if you drink ale, but they, they have ale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just realized something. You probably don't drink a lot, but Nanpa, he takes his alcohol with steam. Have you tried it that way as well? Boiling hot. Boiling hot steam. Well, I do enjoy things uh, quite hot. And flames, like, flare out of uh, her nostrils. Lazar waggles her eyebrows at Nampa. (laughs) Uchi mama. I've got a heat heat sink that I'm sure you could overclock. Um, should we leave? (laughs) Janelle, I'd like you to get the rules up so I can review some of the rules about harassment. About, we have uh, rules about sexual content. <laughs> if it gets explicit. <laughs> yeah. uh, from behind you, uh, you hear movement, like the sound of gold clinking, and uh, Grandia's tail uh, comes into view. Shit, your husband's home! And Nanpa starts to run out towards the exit. <laughs> and, and stay, tiny one, stay. Uh, from behind you, there is, uh, linked onto her large tail, is uh, the hilt that you are looking for says, I have the final piece that you're looking for, but what I desire is You got story. it! Story. I'm sorry, I missed that. What? <laughs> story. I live for adventure, for knowing things beyond what are presented here. And I have lived for such a long time that stories of adventurers, they come and they tell me the same thing. They've slayed an ogre. They've put butter out for an island of lobsters. Tell me something about you and your past that uh, would earn this, dear. Really? You've heard that one before about the butter? When you live for centuries, there's a cycle of of uh, very precise story items that come up quite frequently. Nanpa sort of bows his head. Oh, I thought that one was unique. I uh, all my stories are about battles and rescues and protection, and there may be a little. The only story I have that maybe you haven't heard before is a very sad one, and he kind of. Looks over gray. Yeah. Yeah, I got a I got a sad story. Oh, not you. Play the bagpipes. I got oh, a sad story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll play I'll play I'll play the bagpipes. We've sorry. all got sad stories, all right. We'll, <laughs> we'll all get around to it. Sorry, yeah, let me uh, let me play the bagpipes. Yeah, of course, whatever you need. Uh sadness in the key of G. It is well known that can I make a performance check just for fun? Please, yeah. <laughs> just to ruin it? 
Uh, not today. It's a 12. <laughs> Nothing sounds sadder than poorly played bagpipes, I just have to say. Sound echoes out through the cavern, accentuating Nampa's story that he's commencing with. Every version of a Nampa, from Nampa 2 on to me, was built with a purpose. Sometimes the purpose is slightly different. We're built by the Nanpa before us. Always the purpose is to guard the gnome grandchildren. But as the generations go on, the gnome grandchildren, there's more and more and more of them. And now Nanpa Prime's family is pretty much the size of the entire population of gnomes throughout the Astral Sea and the Astral Coast. So when everyone's your grandchild, no one is. No one gives a damn about Nanpa 9 anymore. The family's too big. We've lost touch. No one calls it birthdays. No one cares when I show up. So instead, I knock around with a found family every once in a while, trying to do something besides fulfill a purpose I can't fulfill and the secondary purpose that Nanpa 8 never told me about. Ever hear that story before? Roll persuasion, or no, roll. What do you? What do you? Performance probably is probably okay. yeah. With I, I'd with say the, with dis, disadvantage because it's such a sad sack story. No, no, no. I don't think I don't think you get disadvantage. I think you, right. you're you're being helped uh, in some way, shape, or form by Gray, who's accentuating the emotion that is coming across, um, and and your friends. Uh, do do all of your friends know this story of Nampa Nine, or is this new information None to them. them? None of them have heard this. Um, then I feel like them probably being attuned to this this story. Um, actually, yeah, I guess describe uh, your each individual reactions as you hear Nampa's story. My eyes are welling up. Unclear if it's because of the story or the bagpipes. <laughs> That's really awful, Nanpa. I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. I don't have the energy to swim in money anymore. <laughs> Roxy's just been doing the backstroke and gold <laughs> coins this whole time. That's amazing. <laughs> My mouth is blowing into bagpipes. <laughs> but I do hunch emotionally <laughs> in support and then a hamster pops out of his pocket <laughs> sorry about the hamster <laughs> I thought you were just a, just a hunk of bull oh, it's Flamekin's voice uh, it was, <laughs> I thought you were just I thought you were just a hunk of bolts Nampa. I didn't know you had emotional grounding and that's a 16 on the die. Uh, Grandia observes this, uh, list, uh, takes in this story and uh, observes your friends who are uh, very clearly hearing this story for the first time as well. And a single tear begins to roll down her eye and says, that is terrible. I offer her a towel. <laughs> she takes it in her big claw and just dabs it. It's so soft. Very soft. <laughs> Very absorbent. It's, it's like a Q-tip. It's so tiny. 
Your story is well-received, Nanpa, and I'm sorry that you have been through so much. It appears that you have found at least something of a new family now, though. We'll be your grandchildren. Nanpa, all these, all these wrinkles, all these grooves on his face that make the wrinkles, his expression has never changed. They suddenly like start to move, like like Rudolph Claymation, and he and he sort of smiles and frowns at the same time, and you just see his face show emotion for the first time, and there's like a squeak of metal as it happens. Your emotions are terrifying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not crying, you're crying. I'm beginning to regret my hunch. <laughs> my emotional support hunch, I'm beginning to regret it. That's Don't what I have to say to you. Though, man. We still need you. Uh, the tail moves closer of, of Grandia with the hilt on it and presents it in front of Nampa, who's gifted Grandia with this story. The hilt is yours. You keep it. I got something to work out. And he swivels and rolls out of the cage. <laughs> Uh, sort of sobbing. Uh, well, hang on. Right. <laughs> we we uh, can still so use it. We will take it in his honor. Grandia, frankly, to get back into space and to help Nampa finish his mission, we'd really like to take this piece so we can bring it over to Hillop and he'll help us get our ship back out into orbit or back out into space. Of what course. mission? I don't have a mission. You hear it echoing through the hallway. <laughs> There's no mission. No mission at all. Take care of him. And she gives you, Gray, the uh, the hilt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to swim in your money. <laughs> Thank you for not stealing it. I would have had to eat you. And she moves back up into the shadows of the cave as you all uh, exit and back down towards uh, the ship. Cut ahead to uh, the dock back at Hillop's fantastical getaway island retreat. And, uh, you have all of the items collected. Do you do you have them just each individually? Did you try and put them back together? I think we should put it back together. I mean, why would we just give this to Hillop? We've done all the work. Let's form Voltron. Yeah, I want to see something magical happen. Yeah, Nan- Nanpa's good at following schematics. He's going to try to start screwing these things together, and he- he's sort of... Got a little oil, little three-in-one oil dripping from the uh, sides of his portholes, and says, "I most of my dates end up like that, to be quite honest." Did you get her number? Nope. <laughs> oh man! Both of you crying. We gotta work on your. Uh, we gotta work on your moves. You had a strong start there. And <laughs> don't know what happened <laughs> along the Story way. Story of my life. Yeah, you went in real, like, hot and heavy when you left the boat. Like, you were ready to do some serious business. I was rooting for so you. So I thought that was the hamster for a minute. I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's me down here. Don't worry. Uh, now, fl- Flamikins, I got to work on myself first. Fair enough. You got you to gotta love yourself in here before you can love anybody out there. So true. Oh, Wow. No, nobody lets me be this wise on my normal show. <laughs> oh, you know, we have a severe lack of, in, of wisdom in our group, so we appreciate it. 
Don't worry, we'll find a way to mess it up. <laughs> As you're pulling up to the island, uh, Nampa, you're you're screwing all the pieces together, following the the, the image that was given to you by Hillop. And as you, uh, everything fits together like, very easily. And as you place the jewel in the center, the entire piece illuminates with this, this bright white blue. And it almost, it almost instantly shoots up like this flare from the jewel into the sky that spreads out and like this wave of mystical force echoes out and ripples across the waves all around all of the islands and you you see as you're coming up as it rolls out over uh, uh several of the hillops if not all of them there's so many of them uh, come out to the beach and greet you and you see your your mansion which has been set up with a a large mast in the center and hillop comes up to the 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 dock and helps tie off the ship and uh, as you as you enter down onto the dock he says in, in my mind it, it kind of looks like the sydney opera house now it's got like sails all over the place but but as soon as the arcane energy comes off uh, uh nampa says great valvoline what's that and he throws it at lazarus because he's not he doesn't like magic all that much <laughs> clangs down to the ground and like, some of the pieces kind of come undone like they weren't completely screwed in tightly um and then the the jewel goes back down uh or that that goes back down uh loses its illumination oh my god did you break it i don't know maybe hey you guy hey hey you found you're back did you find all the things i I put it behind my back (laughs) (laughs) no you know that dragon yeah it just said it wanted to eat us and eat us it was so weird oh yeah grant she's real hard she drives a hard bargain for things that she you want to get from her treasure doesn't she like one time yeah she really hoarded all the towels she she gave her all the towels you know all the towels that you gave us we gave to her and then she wouldn't give us the last piece didn't matter how many towels we had didn't matter how much flagons of ale you know Hillop. And your bagpipes were so good, I don't understand how that didn't work. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. You are a very good bagpipeman. Uh, you're doing a good job. I piped and I piped, but it didn't help. <laughs> Hillop, if you controlled these aisles, what would you do? Oh, well, we turn it into just this, this five-star Yelp review spa, day spa, getaway retreat, turning it into just the place that people always come to. And, uh, you know, everybody comes, they relax, they have a few drinks, they go sit by the pool and dry off after they get out with uh, very soft towels. I'm sorry they took all your towels. I will send Bill uh, afterwards. And uh, and then... Uh, Who's Bill? Uh, uh, Bill is our, our financier. Uh, he lives in the basement. Uh, we only let him out when people don't pay very good. So there's, there's Phillips and Billups. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is that is. Uh, uh, I think one of the things we try to do is not world build in DM's worlds, but I think there's now Billup for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's my brother. <laughs> so sorry, you didn't find all the items. Uh, one second, sidebar. And Nampa's head swivels around like an owl, and he goes to the rest of you. Come in. I mean, the guy, you know... Sounds pretty nice. Imagine this whole place being this amazing fantasy island resort. This place is great. Now that we've taken all the artifacts, no one's going to dig it up anymore. And it's not like... 
they're like it's not like they're running out any nice people like dragon who cares crabs who cares Wow, that is some white lotus stuff you got going on, Lazarus. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually of the opposite mind there, Lazarus. I think they are. They do like the dragon. You know, I felt very emotional in our time with her. Uh, um, Nanpaw rolls back over to Hillabu. And what about the people who already live here in the indigenous flora and fauna? Oh, they will live here, and uh, we will not get in the way of them. I mean, uh, we will set up arrangements, uh, contractual uh, arrangements that say maybe we can come and uh, see the sites. Uh, not like these adventurers coming and digging. We, we, we restore as many things as possible, because with cash flow, we have revenue. We can actually uh, do some good things for the neighborhood. And he, he eyes Gray against uh, profit sharing. <coughs> oh, my Let's God. Let's gentrify this island. Yeah, yeah, profit sharing. Uh, you, well, sure. Yeah, if they, if they, you know, run their, run their, uh, their tours or anything like that, they want you to know take what? no tours. I want you to set up. You, we'll, we'll, we'll finish it for you. No tours. Land trust. Okay. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea too. And employee-owned B Corp. Native ownership. Yeah, okay. And every creature should have the opportunity to swim in money. <laughs> okay, well, revenues, skyrocketing revenues could lead to the pool being filled with gold. Uh-huh. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. That's a tourist so, attraction. If if anyone you know violates your code of conduct, you feed them to the dragon. In exchange, she may let you... Open up a, a a gold spa. Oh, get to, yeah, yeah. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, so we do only good things for the people around here, and uh, they partake where they want to partake, and uh, uh, people swim in gold. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, and how's our ship going? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Hillop's just putting the final touches on it. Uh, something weird happened to it, though. Like a side wall, like turned into sand. Oh, yeah, that happens. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Maybe it's just because of where seated and it, and it maybe the magics, I don't know, falling from outer space. Uh, no, that's the desert. Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, then, I guess you can have the Voltron sword. <laughs> oh, great. You found it all. We did. I was going to bring it. Yeah, we, d- we didn't find it bef- before, but since you've been talking, we found it. All the pieces had to be put back together. Mm, yeah, no, no, that's probably a good idea. I hear that it has a big, powerful wave of energy. That's uh, uh, maybe like signals to someone who owned it previously, family lineage, that maybe it's all found and ready to come get. So we don't want to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't know about oh, that. No. Yeah, no, don't do that. No. Anyway, we got to go. <laughs> we got to get off the planet. <laughs> okay. ASAP. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm we got so these... tired. I mean, butter and and then the crab people. If we could get just, you know, a ton of towels to take with us, that would be really yeah. useful. And ale. Ale to go. Whiskey, ale, and towels. Ale to go. Whiskey, ale, and towels. Every, there's like all the voices of all the hill-ups echo out and they all Whiskey, scatter back and, and they're all going Whiskey, to grab ale, and have towels. Have a on the rocks. Lazar on the rocks. Lazar <laughs> It's like Agent Smith. There's so many hands <laughs> handing us towels and kettles and ales. And Lazarus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling like getting yeah, back on yeah. the boat. Yep, let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. A great adventure. Really, you know, treat that dragon. Five candy. stars into the sky. Yep, yep, five stars. Five stars. Nanpa turns giant to get to the boat just a little bit faster <laughs> and starts hoisting the anchor and setting the sails. <laughs> 
yeah, you you climb aboard your your flying mansion, and uh, it's kind of uh, like or like a rough start on an engine. Like, <laughs> so Joel is playing draw, or who who wants to drive? Actually, out of character, who who wants to get in the the helm this time? Anybody with magic items? I think any of us but Nampon can yeah. drive, yeah. right? All right, I guess I guess I'll give it a go. So the, the helm's up there on the roof. On the roof. <laughs> on the ship, on the bird bath, on the roof. All right. I swam, I ate, I burned some butter. I'm ready for anything, guys. Let's go. Let's get this thing started. Hey, Hellup. Uh let's say that the that the uh Voltron sword did fire off. Would you would you say we have at least ten minutes before the the lineage uh, creatures would come? Oh oh yeah 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 they they live on the other side of the ocean so I mean it would they would get a signal and then they would send their fleets out to find it. Okay, see ya. But good thing that didn't happen, well, right? Of course. Oh, we yeah. had that that would have been if we actually put all the pieces together. We never did. No, that. I mean uh, we didn't uh, even uh, find oh, them till the very end. To. Not yeah. till the very end. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's very good to have. Have you the whole beach? Tell your friends. Happy toweling. Please tell me this thing has a turbo. <laughs> the mansion starts to sort of spin around and around and 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 start to uh, start to lift off into the air. Nampal looks up at the biggest mass and says, "Why did they rig this these sails in a helix pattern? Eh, looks cool though." And they blast off into the stars. <laughs> Woo! Russ, um, thank you so much. Oh my man. god, this was so much fun. Oh, good. I'm glad. I had a blast. Thank you for having me. That was, uh, yeah, uh, it's always nerve wracking playing for a, an entirely new table, uh, but that was a blast. So thank you all for being such good sports and uh, just making it easy. That was great. Yeah, yeah. No, this has been an incredible, Russ. I really appreciate it. Um, can't wait for, you know, I don't know. The next crossover, we'll get one of your characters involved in there you go. Or campaigns or something one day. Love it. That would be great. And you do DM like 15 podcasts, so there'll be another chance. <sighs> There's always chances. It's not 15. I, I'm a, it's like eight. <laughs> 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 All right. A couple of thank you notes. Our favorite comic shop is Anyone Comics in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And you can send us snail mail there, addressed with an envelope and a stamp, whatever that is, to Space Podity, pair of Anyone Comics, 1216 Union Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11225. Postcards, cocktail recipes, whatever. We'd love to see it all. Uh, find them online at Anyone Comics. Special thanks to John Gray, who composed and performed lots of the music for our show. Our graphic designer who designed our beautiful show art is Ethan Goldini. You can find his stuff at Rectal House on Instagram. Our social media handles are at SpacePod. Join our Discord, linked in the show notes. Hang out with us. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, here's the promised production note. Space Podity is leveling up. We have already recorded our next two arcs at the Super Slick Podstream Studios in Times Square. We think you'll notice the difference in sound quality. Arc 2 is set in the world of the audio drama In Between and is DM'd by that show's creator, Hannah Wright. 
In Arc 3, we visit the world of the actual play D&D meets classic literature podcast of Mice and Men and Monsters with Master Teacher Kate Tinius. Finally, we're changing how we edit, sound design, and release the show. Instead of editing and releasing one episode at a time, we'll take a short break right now, work on all the upcoming episodes at once, and release the arcs on a more regular schedule. Maybe even with some fun interstitial episodes thrown in the mix. All right, thanks for listening and happy holidays, everybody. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space, multiverse, stars, one stars, one star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Windu as they bring you the worst one-star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one-star reviews from all across the multiverse. But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Lackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the One Star Reviewers. Listen to the One Stars wherever you get your podcasts.